0: We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One with Friends podcast. We have a brand new friend. I was wanting you to harmonize with me. (laughs) (laughs) Can we try it again? We have a brand new friend. Dang it. Okay, fine, Llewellyn. It's not happening. We have a brand new friend. Her name is Grace, and she is amazing. Grace. Hello. Welcome to the podcast.
1: I'm so happy to be here.
0: So your mom has told us... (laughs) Because <laughs> we are friends with your mother, <laughs> that you are an avid Friends fan.
1: Well, you know she can, you know, stretch the truth and okay. say, "I I love Friends." Yes. But when she says "avid fan," I don't understand why she chose that verbiage. <laughs> because I've only watched <laughs> Friends once through. Oh, okay, like Got once, it. like yes. all the way. Through. Because my best friend watched friends uh we became roommates um after we moved out to you know go to bible school and she's like you've never watched friends so as a as a bonding exercise mm. we watched like 5 to 7 episodes a night <laughs> when we uh, yeah. lived together so i guess that makes me an avid friends fan
0: that's the way to do it okay cool the reason we invited you on the podcast was because your mom was like, oh my gosh, she just watched Friends all the way through and she loved it. You should invite her on. So we're like, yes. okay, we're going to do that. Um, so introduce yourselves to our friends. So we have a few followers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we have a huge follower base in India, which is so amazing. Oh, oh,
1: yes. Hello, yeah. friends in India. Yes. yes. Hello. So give us the grace
0: introduction. Who are you? What do you do for a living? And oh, all really? right. Yeah, so
1: um, um, I am basically a a lead animator and an art supervisor for a production studio here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, I work on animated films. I do some basic editing stuff on the job, but other than that, I've worked in the digital art freelance world for almost 10 years. Um, So I work in concept art, character design, portraits, um, pretty much anything artistically under the sun. I can do. And I do for a living. And I just graduated Bible college and now I'm just working on my career right now.
0: Cool. That is amazing. Um, and you have just wrapped up a big project that we will not say because your mother is spoiling it for everybody. And it's not even, it's not even released yet.
1: No. I, and everyone keeps asking me when it's going to come out. And it's literally in the hands of our client. Like I had, there's nothing I can do now. Yeah. You <laughs> have no control over the release. There's literally that. no control. In my, <laughs> it's too proud of a mom to stay quiet, which I can, I can respect, but also I, I, implore her to stop because (laughs) (laughs) you need to stop it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well um, to her defense, it is a massive project with a very large client. So we're proud of you as friends, but we, we know that your mother is very proud of you as well. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay. So Llewellyn, let's do the episode recap.
2: Yeah. So this week we watched Episode 5, titled The One with Five Steaks and an Eggplant. When planning a birthday party for Ross, the six discover money is an issue in life, even among friends. Mm, Ain't it though? It
0: is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we start the episode in the apartment. This is Chandler and Joey's apartment. And they're watching Spanish midgets wrestle on TV. And essentially, phone call happens. Chandler picks up because it's this woman... Who is looking for is Bob? Looking for Bob. So, out of all
1: the names why Bob? I know,
0: <laughs> just it's so true. Yeah, just the most basic name, Bob. And does not sound like a very sorry to all the Bobs out there, not a very romantic name. No, so mm. like she's calling for essentially a like, hookup. It almost would have been better to oh, call him Robert. Sure. Robert would have like, been like, better. Like, Robert is
1: two syllables, it's not, it's not just like you know a vowel sandwich between two consonants you know yeah. like very very aggressive very short but if like if you can like roll the r robert you know it's it sounds more mm. you know <laughs> sensual yeah you
0: know, I, I get it well but and think bob. about joey chandler ross maybe that's why we don't like ross <laughs> maybe
1: <laughs> it's, it's just one syllable names dude syllable <laughs> names <laughs> Oh, geez. Yeah. so
0: chandler picks up the phone super quick yeah as soon as she says that she's naked
1: yep mm. and he that says boy thirsty
0: yes she goes <laughs> but he's like bob here and immediately like they're dancing like ross and chandler are like dancing together they're like little they're like little so girls <laughs> like so excited
2: so
1: excited
0: And she makes the statement that I have a fun fact for. So she makes a statement that she says she's on, um, she's the legs of the new Bond poster. But there were no legs on the Bond poster for GoldenEye in 1995, which would have been released in that year. And the tradition of having legs on a Bond poster seems to have stopped um, since the one called For Your Eyes Only, in 1981 so this is sort of like a plot hole where Leanne
1: like like combing through the the stats stats.
0: yeah it doesn't really line (laughs) up with the actual so it's definitely a plot hole for sure yeah my goodness um but did you guys ever catch the thought that like wouldn't it be really quite impossible that Jade who is the woman who calls didn't find out that the person who answers the phone is not Bob because even if Chandler knew Bob well, shouldn't it have then been suspicious for her that there's another voice in the answering machine message?
2: You'd think oh, so. wait. It's Joey's voice, isn't it?
1: Right. Oh, I, t- I didn't catch that. It was Joey's voice. Whoa. <laughs> so it's Joey's voice. That's mad sus.
0: <laughs> and then Bob answered quote unquote, Bob answers the phone. Like, wouldn't she have been like, wait, there's two voices on here. So it should have been... Like quite impossible. Yeah, but
2: that's her. not where her frame of mind was at. That's true.
1: <laughs> yeah, she was drunk too. She, she didn't. Yeah, that's she was true. Drunk and naked. So <laughs> that kind of puts you in a state of she mind where the semantics ready. don't really line up.
0: Right. Yeah, she didn't have. uh <laughs> She had other things on the mind for sure. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> um. So then we go to the apartment, and Chandler is kind of settling the bet with um the friends um of or settling the 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 monetary issue of Ross's birthday. Party. Yeah. And it ends up being sixty-two bucks a person. That's kind of expensive for a birthday, right. like that's Especially like three hundred and ten dollars total between five of them. Yeah.
1: Listen, if we're not going to Chuck E. Cheese with three hundred and ten dollars for my birthday, then we're doing my <laughs> birthday wrong. Okay. Like that would be a lit, very bad pizza. Sweaty kids birthday sweaty, parties three hundred ten dollars. Sweaty kids, bacteria on the
0: playground <laughs> ball things. <laughs> do you like ever incubator for Corona? You yeah. guys ever feel like that with your friends? Like where you feel sort of the obligation of like being, have you been on the other side of like, I do have money right now. And so I am asking more people to hang out more often. Or do you often feel like you have to be like, Hey, if we're hanging out, we're going to go on a walk because I can't <laughs> afford it.
1: <anything." laughs> I've, I have been on both sides. Cause I've, when I first moved out and lived on my own to live in Tulsa, Mm -hmm. um, I worked in retail for like six years and I worked part-time. And so I was basically living paycheck to paycheck, for like the first three years I lived here.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: once I got this studio job, I'm like, I got salary, I've got like healthcare and paid <laughs> vacations. It's funny like you I'm know you
2: arrived. I, this is a
1: big girl job, you guys, yes. like, oh my gosh. And so I understand that I, since this is so relatively new, having money, but <laughs> um, I, I more sympathize with the poor friends. <laughs> Cause yes. I was just living paycheck to paycheck. I'll just have a side of like, like every time we go out, I'll just have like the free chips or something like, <laughs> and salsa.
2: The basket of bread. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: so just, <laughs> just give me just, the, the bottomless fries at Red Robin's. Like that's all I'll eat.
2: Yes. Yeah. Just keep refilling my water. I'll fill up on water. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and if I'm really feeling fancy, put a lemon in it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah right, so now right, I right. feel pretty middle-class right now.
0: <laughs> You're like, can I have a bunch of lemons and sugar so I can make my own lemonade? <laughs>
1: no so that's the thing though so this is this is purely not like a money thing this is just a personal taste uh-huh. but remember for one of my friends um uh when you rehearsal dinners uh, for her wedding um uh, we went to this fancy italian restaurant and yeah, at the time i was still working retail and everyone was ordering like really fancy wine and pasta and then i was just like i'll have the pink lemonade and uh <laughs> cheapest appetizer you have thank you <laughs> oh actually no okay so that's honestly dad, so real <laughs> the dad paid and everything but I was just like I'll just have the pink lemonade and everyone got like the wine and stuff and I'm like yes
0: the dad paid for everyone else for the food I, th-
1: I think like the the dad of uh, the a groom I think like Mm. paid for the whole meal but I still had that poverty mindset where I just got an appetizer
2: (laughs) well that's the worst when like people chime in and they're like hey I'm gonna pay for like everybody and then you're like but so do I go all out do I get what I want do I still Mm -hmm. be like mindful that they're paying for Mm -hmm. me so Mm -hmm. maybe I don't buy the most expensive thing or the thing I want I'm with you I'm always like whether someone else is gonna pay for it or even now that I actually have money and I'm not in that poverty mindset still, I'm still like, okay, what can I get that's cheap? Because I don't want to spend a bunch of money on food. Right. Yeah.
0: I, I don't go out to very like expensive restaurants often. No.
2: And
1: I wouldn't of, think we do either. I don't, No,
0: you don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, where, where
1: are we going? Right. Like, no yeah, one is correct. right now. Red to be Robin fair. is like
2: the most. <laughs> yeah, Red, Red
1: Robin pretty, pretty top tier <laughs> in like our age bracket and like our our income. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like made that royal, it. royal Red, Red Robin burger, the Blue Ribbon burger. I mean, come on, like that's it's, high class living. It's like well liquor when you're
0: at like a restaurant and they have like tiers of liquor, and when you get to the fancy <laughs> restaurants, that the high high, like shelf liquor is like the in other restaurants, is, like, the lowest well liquor yeah, in, like, the restaurant. fancy places. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, uh, um, give me a White Claw. Yeah. To
0: go. <laughs> <Get> to go. <laughs> give me a, girl, oh, give me, like, a Twirly Straw, and I'll just sip it on the <laughs> <Yes>. way out. <laughs> yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I was going with that story, but. Um, <laughs>
2: oh, <well. laughs> okay, so,
0: so, Monica comes in after Chandler leaves, and what do you know it? She's got a promotion and she of course wants to go someplace nice. Mm. And this is where we find out that the three friends are feeling sort of, um, unseen by their three other friends who have nice corporate, well-paying established jobs. And the other three are in like the arts and the, um, kind of that hourly versus salary paid yeah. positions. Mm-hmm. Um so they have a little discussion about it and of course they kind of snarl at the idea that Monica comes in of course wanting to eat someplace nice. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to the cafe and Ross and Chandler are watching Jade wait for Bob. Yes. And of course Chandler Ross is trying to convince Chandler like you're this is not like a good guy move. You need to go over there and essentially Tell her. her the truth. Yeah. And Chandler's like, We like, we don't know Bob. We know me. Let me be happy. <laughs> He's like, I need to do this. So he agrees to go do it. But when he gets over there, he totally flips the script yep. and is like, You just look so sad for someone who's been stood up. And she's like, How did you know? When he plays this like super sentimental, like sensitive. feely type sensitive yeah. guy and cool. rock, like in disbelief. <laughs> you just see ross's face and he's like like are you kidding like are you freaking kidding me buddy um because he totally goes against like what what like he was trying to do with this woman jade yeah um but can i say like she is very pretty
1: oh gorgeous absolutely gorgeous sometimes
0: they have guests on there and like people who are slated to be like a pursuit or an interest and they're not I don't think they're attractive, but this woman, I think, was gorgeous.
1: Yeah. Oh, can, can we talk about, like, Paul Rudd? Like, come on. And, like, in the like last few seasons, Phoebe's Phoebe's man. Good Ooh, Lord.
0: We, we might have to invite you back, because mm. I have a question about mm. Paul uh, Rudd versus who is David in the series. So we will get back mm. to that in the mm. later series. Uh, but yes, Paul Rudd, honestly, he has not changed at all. Oh, no. Literally, he's not aged. I it don't would, understand. It's some people and they're like some people's faces literally just don't age. And his is one of them. He has done his so blood
1: well. it contains the fountain of youth. It does you know? <laughs> yeah. and there's, there's certain so certain true. celebrities just like I feel like they're just they're born to be hot. Yeah. And then we all have to suffer. But for their entire life.
2: Their yeah. Yeah
1: not even for a season like some
0: stars have their season you know you are like oh they were, like, they were yeah. really attractive and then later you're like Eesh. like matthew perry <laughs> like matthew perry
2: <laughs> oh,
1: Llewellyn. Ooh, poor
2: guy okay you um, were thinking it too. i was too i repeated it very quickly after you did <laughs> dang it we're so
0: sorry i love the guy still love the guy but just
1: not your face love the guy but not the face
0: yeah he just got old yeah. quick we're gonna be we're gonna move on from that dialogue um So then we cut to the restaurant and can I just say server sass alert? Because that guy is like, she, Rachel was like, Oh, you know what? I, we haven't even looked at the menu, which Q I do all the time. I'm constantly like in deep dialogue with friends. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't even looked at the menu and guys like, I'll be over there at the edge of my seat.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) So sassy.
0: And as a previous server, I would never do that to somebody.
1: I was going to say, like, have you been so jaded? working in this business for so long that you've just <laughs> completely let your there's no filter anymore. You're just waiting to get fired and it's <laughs> just throwing sass everywhere.
0: Which is so funny because then you hear of the restaurants that open and their main thing is being rude to the customers. I've heard of those crazy freaking places, dude. Like I don't understand that at all.
2: Yeah. Why would like you even want to go? Would
0: awesome. I feel like I it all- would because yeah. you could say whatever you wanted. Unfiltered, but yeah, what if dude. somebody doesn't know that that's what you
2: do? Like, I you feel have like to they would have mood. to have disclaimers it, at the door. Maybe,
1: yeah, I, I believe it'd be heavily marketed somewhere yeah. outside of the premises. Yeah,
0: you're probably right. So I don't
2: think legally they could get by with that without. Uh huh.
0: Well, like, does it start with the servers, or does it start like even at the host stand? Like, if the like if a two top walks in. And they're like, hey, can we get a table? Does, like, the host kick back, too? Like, are they super rude about it as well?
1: Probably. At least there there has to be a sign, like, in all, like, LED lights that says, we're douchebags, get over it kind of situation. Maybe. Like, (laughs) we just hammer it in. (laughs) They've probably got to. And you'd have to
0: be the right type of, like, I would not go to a restaurant like that because I wouldn't find, like, humor in that. I'm like, you know what? you're, I'm going to pay you to be nice to me. And I, I, I tip well. So just be nice to me for an hour and yeah. I'll tip you well, That's true. as opposed to like, I'm not going to tip you it's to like go down every hour. time
2: you're rude to me. So Ooh, keep I, would, that in mind. I would highly disagree with
0: that Llewellyn, but that is a whole nother topic that we're not <laughs> well, yeah, going to get to. You're a server. I'm so a server. So, so I have not. opinions about um, tipping that yeah. people would probably be very challenged to hear. <laughs> so we're just going to move on. Cool. Um, Okay. What I do want to say is Chandler is very strategic when, when Ross is like, you know, you like, Oh yeah, you should hear what she messaged you in your message. Oh, Hey, by the way, why is she calling me and leaving a message on my machine? And Chandler's like, well, I had to give you my your number so that she knew I was me because she thinks my old number is Bob, and I can't let her know that, like, if I gave her that number, she would know I'm playing Bob. So, mm-hmm. just it's the it's like the strategy of the
1: uh, the, the this convoluted, yes, convoluted way of deceiving a poor, yeah, woman in need of love.
0: <laughs> Llewellyn and I have talked about this before of um, ways that we have. Um, kind of manipulated our way into the presence of guys that we oh. wanted. Can you tell us yours, like a story that maybe you can think of if you've oh. ever like manipulated your way into like being around them or being like <laughs> having to be close to them at work or anything like
1: that? Is there anything? I actually, I literally, like as soon as you said that, I think of one specific story that just. I'm I'm sure there's a couple, but this one stands out. <laughs> okay. And, you know, listen, like Bible school is a place, okay? And, <laughs> yep. and it's a place full of very thirsty people. <laughs> and because, <laughs> you know, the whole ring by spring, and then, you know, Bible college students meet one week and they get married the next. So I tried to stay away from that, but, you know, the, the influence is there.
0: Right, right. It's in the and air. So,
1: Oh, it's saturated. It, it's like, um, they, it's like
0: they put it in an essential oil and just like, s- and they, just they, they burst pump it through the they ventilation system. Yeah. 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 Yes. In the apartment buildings, everything. Yeah. Oh
1: yes. And so, <laughs> uh, how, how the schedule, the daily schedule worked is that you have three hours in the morning. That's just school stuff. And then, um, you do whatever you need to do after work or whatever, mm-hmm. but we have a recreational center. Um, so we have like our own gym, like cafeteria kind of thing. Um, that's just like across the street. And so, uh, like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, there was like an hour long break and there was like, um, uh, like another class that you could take that wasn't mandatory, but you you Mm -hmm. could do it. And so I, I did that. And so I didn't want to leave campus to get food. So I went across the street to get me some chicken tendies Mm -hmm. in the recreational center. And, uh, I knew there was a guy that... I was super interested in. Like, we sat together in one of these classes, and he's very charismatic. You know, well, not charismatic. I mean, it like outgoing, and yes. charming, charisma. He had yes. whatever. Yes, he had he,
2: charisma. Yes, yes, he had
1: it. charisma, and he had like you know the the uh you know the mission trip long hair kind of vibe. <laughs> and uh plays acoustic like for worship Classic. situation um and so he was just he was cool you know and I think this is like oh, probably this was the first year probably the, within the first six months um and so I went across the street to get some food and then I was like what I, I knew he was still on campus because he was going to stay for this class and I was mm-hmm. like there's gotta be a way I can get him over here because he said he went to New Zealand in one of our classes. Oh, like, yes. Oh, I would love to see pictures yes. of New Zealand. It's not totally just talk to you for no reason, but whatever. Right. Um, and so I I wrote up a text that I formed to make it seem like I was meaning to text my best friends, my roommate at the time, saying, Oh my gosh, these chicken tenders are so good right now. LOL. Uh and so, like I was talking to, to my friend, uh, but really, I intentionally sent it to this guy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh, dude, I'm so jealous. And I was like, Aha, ah, whoops, meant to send it to so and so. And knowing completely what I was doing, mm-hmm. it's like, ah, oh, this poor Bible school student, which is me, <laughs> trying to get by. Um, but he ended up. Coming over and having chicken tenders with me, and I was able to have a conversation with him. Um, Nothing turned out because then I realized I don't like him very much anymore. But I, I faked a text just to get him over to have a conversation. And I, I am positive I've done other things like that before. It's just not coming to mind right now. But the chicken tender one really stands out.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's uh, yeah, that's strategic too, just like Chandler. So I love it. Um, one of the things that, um, I noticed too, that I'll say real quick, um, Chandler makes a joke about like, you're going to sneeze in my fish. Aren't you? Um, one, I would never do that as a server ever, yeah, even if Rose? the person oh. drove me nuts. Like the, that whole, that movie called, um, waiting, is that what it's called? Like the server with Ryan movie Reynolds? with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And Dane, Cl- uh, Dane, Dane Cook. Dane Cook, yes. It's the worst. I don't understand how people enjoy that movie. That movie is disgusting. I would <laughs> never do that to anyone's food ever. Well, you would I've never heard sure
2: of that. There's people ever. out there that would. I just don't
0: understand. People like that. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> wow. It's
2: Just so. Unsanitary. If you're listening to this
0: podcast right now and you're one of those people, I need the story because mm. I don't know what story would justify you doing that to spitting someone's food, spitting
2: in someone's food, doing anything to somebody's anything. food. That's not yeah, for sure. normal.
0: It's that's just mean. Yep. Um, okay, as a quick note, in the restaurant, Ross divided the sum of the bill incorrectly. So each should pay 3360, oh. not 3350. Just wanted to bring
1: that up. You are just combing this episode. I'm doing it. Hey, we gotta give the people okay. what they want.
2: <laughs> also, can we just for a second? It's it's funny to me like how deep they went into this whole like rich friends, poor friends. Mm-hmm. Not rich, okay. but like have money, not have Established money. Established first. Insecure yeah secure like you obviously notice experience. that the three that don't have money have water and the mm-hmm. others have like a wine or a beer a beer or something mm-hmm. and then yeah. cut to the end of that scene that's so true that all the ones that have money have either a dessert or coffee and the oh. rest still just have water and they're eating the like the like bread <laughs> that comes for free but i just thought it was funny because it's that's like so- really when you don't have money you don't think about getting coffee but in fancier restaurants they always say oh would you like coffee with your dessert you're like oh well I guess I don't ever get that so (laughs) well you're so on point with that I just noticed. well
0: done that's a good look (laughs) they like they went
2: hard with the these guys have money these ones don't
1: yeah dang like they must have been like self-projecting like their own (laughs) life (laughs) like their own paths like this is exactly what happened to me we have to plan this out right Yeah. yeah and and finally like Phoebe,
0: of course, Phoebe being Phoebe, she's the one that speaks up. Right. And I just thought it was funny, her little like vengeance on the small pizza when she was like, and the (laughs) tiny little pizza, like she was so intense about it, (laughs) Um, but she's the one to speak up. And the other side of the table, like they played that so well as actors, they looked genuinely concerned about their friends Mm -hmm. and like, Mm -hmm. guys, like the this is us. You can tell us anything. Like it won't be weird. And then as soon as they start talking about it, they all get so weird about it. Like Chandler, like crumples up his entire body, <laughs> and Ross, like leans back, and he, like,
2: tries to it's be supportive. So
1: funny, but how he's like, how like so mad they get
2: because he can't go to Hootie. Yeah,
1: there he's if, like. He's, it's, it's so weird. It's like they're talking about, it's like they're talking the birds and the bees to like a six-year-old. It, right. It's like money to like mid-20 people. Like, what yeah. the, why are you reacting this way? Yes, and they act like
0: accordingly. Yeah. Um. But the fact that they were going to go see Hootie and the Blowfish made me so happy. I grew up on Hootie and the Blowfish because my brother's eight years older than me. So him and my dad used to listen to that together all the time. So I would just be around. So Hootie to me is very nostalgic. Mm -hmm. And over the last, I don't know, maybe decade, um, the main guy has gone off and does. The Yeah. He's done his own like country thing. Mm -hmm. But then recently, as of last year, they came back and started touring again together. And me and my dad went and saw it. I treated him for like a father's slash birthday, like trip, um, nice. to go see it. And it was so fun and so cool to hear all the songs that like, I grew up just loving and, you know, singing out loud and stuff. So I just had to like clap for that throwback. Cause I forgot <laughs> that that's when they started in like the early nineties, maybe the late eighties, oh, oh. I think maybe 89 ish when I was born essentially now you guys know how old I am um,
2: but well you did shout out your 30th birthday last year so. oh you're right you're right uh, well. you're right okay well they know okay <laughs>
0: yeah, okay but I just like
2: I appreciated that
0: so then as a way for Chandler to get the like um topic of conversation once they like finally decided that like okay we won't go like will that make you guys happy and they're like yeah okay and then Chandler says like so the Ebola virus huh like That's a bummer,
1: and it's like now you could essentially like insert coronavirus instead. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Well, listen, if you're going to mention coronavirus, it's not going to be in a restaurant. It's going to be on. (laughs) So true. Bedroom, like with your pajamas on, showing off your double chin. You know, like that's (laughs) that's that's the day and age we're living in now. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true.
0: Okay, so we kind of kick over to the apartment and the friends are treating the other friends to the five
2: steaks and an eggplant five steaks and an eggplant which monica says she gets as like like a vendor dropped it off and gave it to him for free like a perk yeah so the eggplant's obviously for phoebe phoebe yeah which is so sweet um but (laughs) then they
0: surprised uh the poor friends (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with tickets to the hoodie concert and they treat it like charity essentially. Um, but one comment here, I loved Chandler, Monica and Rachel's outfits in this
2: whole thing. Oh, scene. 100%. Yes. Like
0: Chandler oh, yeah. had the classic white shirt, blue jeans, black buckle. And the shirt
2: actually looked like it fit him.
0: It did. It did. It, yeah, it looked like oversized. Yeah. Like, like a yeah. flag. He's wearing a flag. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Monica's wearing that cute little um, overalls. overalls with a white yeah, shirt. And overalls. then Rachel's wearing like a mm. black shirt with like a, a dark gold-ish like scrunchy pant, like uh, shorts yes but it's like fabric i don't know it just looked them it three looked really i was like yeah. they look
1: on point right now like j- just make an album cover right now yeah for sure <laughs> um okay
0: then we jump back over to chandler's apartment um okay there's one moment in the scene where i thought chandler looked like the oldest son from home improvement oh i didn't catch that
1: <laughs> i just <laughs> I, I looked home- at in so I, long. I love that. <laughs> you um,
0: are
2: throwing back shows. I was throwing back some shows.
0: <laughs> yes. He just reminded me of like the oldest son and like just his face. I don't know. There's just something about the way he talked, like the movement of his mouth, that made me think of Home Improvement. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Llewellyn's looking it up right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, but wait, Jonathan Taylor Thomas? No, 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 no. The old one. Oh, uh, Zachary-, Zachary Ty Bryan. Ryan. He br- he plays Brad. Yep, yep, yep. That's him. Um, he just reminded me of him like real quick. There's just something about the way he moves his mouth that seemed very similar. I looked at him and I was like, that's who he reminds me of.
2: Huh. I wouldn't have gotten that, but no.
0: okay. Uh, yeah, you'd have to like watch him in the show and like it's been see a minute I've seen that. Yeah. Um but Chandler looked really attractive in his, his little tweed jacket. Oh, does isn't? I know. Oh wait, who is your favorite friend? We need to know.
1: Who's my favorite
0: friend? Yeah, who's yes. your favorite friend? Oh.
1: If you had to pick one, if I had to if I had to pick one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I feel like
0: we're sitting on pins and needles over here.
1: I, listen, it's it's because uh, listen, <laughs> most of them can be so. It's like which one is the least infuriating? Because <laughs> sometimes they are they're so just like why do you why are you are the way that you are <laughs> kind of situation. <laughs> I think the most entertaining and although crazy, but endearing Phoebe. Like I really, I feel like Phoebe's very endearing and entertaining to watch. Everywhere you, else, I you, think I self-project too much. And I think like <laughs> I would do that and I hate that. And so Phoebe, I'm like least like, and so that's why I like her.
0: Okay. You are our second friend to pick Phoebe as their okay. favorite, which is awesome. Yeah. Cause yeah. there are a lot of opinions, um, wrong opinions, wrong. <laughs> Thank
2: you. And you are not one of them. And you aren't one of
0: them. Um that's right. We'll leave it at that because our listeners know who we're. <laughs> um Okay, so essentially uh Jade calls again and ouch mm. for Chandler.
1: Mm. It is
0: one hit after another after oh, okay, that's in the, after the chat,
1: man. That's in
0: the chat. Yeah. I was like the bumpy and what? like there's not like there wasn't a lot of time and biting my lip not to scream your name instead of his name because he had just like Ooh. boasted to ross and the embarrassment wow. of ross being in the room while he's receiving just this blow after blow
1: <laughs> i mean yeah that's a, that's a big l he really took the l there
2: oh so funny he really did.
0: um Okay. So then we go to the concert, we see the three extra seats. They're about to leave and they end up staying for the whole concert. Let me just say, I have been at a concert where I had extra seats. I ended up getting bumped up at a concert and had four seats for two people. So we like spaced every other and like put our coats in the extra seats and like got to best. spread out. It's it was actually best. amazing. That's
1: um, nice. it's, like so going to, it's
2: like going to a concert in Corona time. Have, exactly. Like six yeah. Feet I'm like, I love six feet.
0: This is every person. <laughs> personal preference. Like right. when you have a sold out show, you don't want to sit next to somebody like in no. a movie theater, you naturally spread out. That is everyone's preference. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I loved it. It was so much fun, but they were about to leave. They don't, they have a great concert. When the show is done, Monica runs into little Stevie Fisher who who's knows not the, so little who's not so little, but here's the thing. It makes no sense that based on Monica's age, She would have been the babysitter of a kid who had been to law school. Yeah, like she's in her mid twenties at the beginning of the show. So at best, she would have been the same age as this kid. Oof. So it makes
2: zero sense. Makes zero sense unless he's a kid prodigy. I don't. And maybe he he went to college at like fourteen. Yeah. Mm. Which I'm just gonna choose to believe that's what it is.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Solid points have been made. So um, as like a, a little fact, Matt Perry and Chris Young, who, as another side fact, is mistakenly credited as Stephen Fishman. Uh-huh. So his <laughs> credit in the show is Stephen Fishman, but his name is Stevie Fisher. Wow. Which is interesting. Okay,
1: so someone goofed. Either the <laughs> script writers are wrong. They completely I
0: that
2: goofed. Got
0: so Matt Perry and Chris Young were both in Dance Till Dawn in 1988. So they were in the same movie together before filming this episode so ten, they knew each other like eight years before um, nice is not cool um so they end up getting to meet the band and they end up partying with the band and the friends all find out back at the cafe in the next scene which
2: they tried hard to get away from
0: yes except for monica had a hickey yeah made by one of the blowfish and she for sure
2: didn't hide it so like no yeah like wanted somebody to see that hickey We're that Honestly, turtleneck girl no. right
1: uh yeah, it's like it's the nineties. Turtlenecks are a thing. They're like, all why the rage. Can, yes. All the rage.
0: Ross can wears you... them all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, uh,
0: so sad.
2: Okay, to be real, do you think turtlenecks will come back with Corona? Wait. B-
1: why is that connected corona? to
0: Corona?
2: Because you can like put it up over your mouth. <laughs>
1: Oh. i've never, never considered that
2: me neither but i already I think haven't either but i'm
1: coming back because i own it. like three <laughs> like and they're on my rotation of things to wear on the regular <laughs> there so there you go there i there think go. they're coming back for myself in particular
2: <laughs> you forget a mask just put your total neck it's just <laughs> I
0: mean, people are doing that with like scar or like scarves and like right? little handkerchiefs and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah So um, we pretty much allude to the fact that Rachel fooled around with the dad because Stevie Fishman was like, or Fisher, now I'm incorrectly Uh crediting him. Great. Um, He was like, are you the one that fooled around with my dad? And Monica's like, and then Rachel asks, oh, how's his dad? (laughs) Like, yikes. Um, That would not fly like nowadays. That is. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, material. Um. And, mon- and uh, Rachel mentions the Poor Friends Outreach Program <laughs>
1: <laughs> as the official charity of the rich friends. Right. I would have been a part of that, like, hardcore three years ago. <laughs>
2: it's like, where's my name badge? I'm part yeah, of can that. I have
0: a lanyard? <laughs> yeah, let me set up a GoFundMe. That's essentially what GoFundMe is. Can we have our orientation, yeah, please? Uh,
2: yeah. Um, uh,
0: did you guys ever have bangs? Yes. Oh, Yes. Did you ever have bangs quite like Monica Geller in this episode? I've I've been, I've been waiting to talk about this. (laughs) Let's talk about it. (laughs) It's so crazy.
1: They're
0: like like little windshield wipers.
1: Like they're so thin and like. It's so stringy. stringy. It's like a dog went rampant on one of your living room curtains. And that's what your bangs look like. Like,
0: That's (laughs) what's left.
1: Yes, like a cat just scratched all over it and there it is.
0: And it's like just at the beginning of her, like it's just the little like strand (laughs) and then they're like. Right at the base of your scalp. They're like, like strung together with like, I don't know, hairspray maybe to like string them out. (sighs) Llewellyn's looking it up because she says she didn't didn't notice notice it.
1: Are you sure? I, I, I think out of everything in the episode, her bank stood out the most out of the whole 22 minutes yeah
0: i had a I had a cousin once who did like the two bangs like, what? <laughs> okay like like they were oh no <laughs> I actually wanted to be like her so bad i oh guess we call, she called them windshield wipers and essentially they were like they were just from the middle and they were just like these two little like lines like this
1: oh, no 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 and and they looked
0: like little like she called them windshield wipers, but that like, was as an
1: endearing term or as yes. what?
0: No, yes, like she liked oh, the honey. she liked it. There they are.
2: Those are terrible,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? We agree.
1: <laughs> uh, like my my bangs, I got them in middle school, and they were the opposite of that. They were thick. Oh, and, it, and oh, they yes. were full. And my mom cut them, and it, like God bless her soul. We all know we love her, but she. D- did not know how to cut my own bangs. So it looked like a fo- a really thick forehead mustache. Like, so it just, it just <laughs> down, like, you know, like the, the mustache icons that we all saw in like 2012, yes! you know, like that. Oh gosh, it was bad.
0: <laughs> Llewellyn is still like searching <laughs> pictures of this. I just can't get over him now. Like, yeah, that's pretty bad. Uh, gross. Um. That's hilarious. Okay, yeah, Monica's bangs in this episode are just the worst. Um, but we find out she gets a phone call, and she ends up getting... She gets a, a beep. Oh, she gets a beep her from pager. her pager that she... Call me
1: beep if you want to reach
0: me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. Um, and she gets fired. And what's really sweet is that they've been struggling sort of in their friendship the entire episode... But when push comes to shove and some of someone's in need or when someone's hurting, like they do all rally together. I love how they kind of bring the show to its conclusion because friendships can be like really sticky and like, you know, there's uncharted territory and conversations you just don't want to have. But when someone's hurting, you sort of go to the conclusion of like, you push it all aside. Yeah. Like push aside Mm -hmm. your differences and be there for the people that you love. Um, and then just as a funny anecdote, Joey offers to like, no, let me get that. And then he like turns to Chandler cause he doesn't have any money. And he's like, do you have five bucks?
1: No, that actually literally caught me off guard. Cause I was just like, in that moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so endearing. And then he, and I don't know why I actually fell for that. It was Joey. Like five <laughs> bucks. I'm like, of course that would happen. I thought it was going to be a really interesting
2: thing.
0: <laughs> totally. Um, so then we go to the tag of the, uh, tag of this episode, all of a sudden Joey's on the couch, the phone rings again. And what do you know? It's Jade. She's calling back. She can't get over this guy, Bob and like, cannot. cannot let it go. Joey perks up. He jumps and leaps at the chance, just like Chandler did. And according to the script, Matt LeBlanc was supposed to grab the phone and say, Bob here, when Jane called, so it would have kind of echoed what Matt uh, Perry did,
1: right. yeah. but
0: when he jumped for the phone, he missed and fell, and that's what they ended up putting in the episode.
1: I, nice. I was going to ask if if that was, like, planned or not, because that seemed such a genuine trip and fall, like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious
0: and my guess is that when he kind of curls up on the ground he's probably laughing oh probably trying trying not to like spoil the take yeah but like he bit it
2: hard
1: oh it was a (laughs) glorious yes i'm
0: I'm so glad they put that one in
2: i can just see them looking at it like yeah we're just gonna scratch what we had that's perfect
0: yeah totally yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's a wrap (laughs) Um, okay is there anything else about this episode that we want to talk about in the main points?
1: No. Hmm. I don't think so. I think the the bangs were the only thing I was focused on. that is such an important point.
0: I hear you Grace. It was like it's we should name this episode the one with the banks.
1: the, one with the banks.
0: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> Decision made. The first Perfect. time we've ever made up our our mind like during the recording. <laughs> um okay, so you may have noticed in the show notes that we shared with you that we have our own patented and trademark rating system. I see. <laughs> patented or trademark. It's not it's neither of those things. <laughs> We're just claiming it as often as we can. We and also claim. I am claiming it. <laughs> Llewellyn doesn't even claim her own rating system.
1: So essentially yeah. it's
0: best to worst. It's a classic one through 10, one being the worst, 10 being the best. Uh-huh. It starts with one being smelly cat all the way 10 being the orange couch. So as our featured first time friend, mm. Grace, how would you rate this episode on a scale of smelly cat to orange couch?
1: Oh, goodness. Well, you know, I mean, it's not like a groundbreaking episode, but I think it touched on some interesting topics that friends go through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not, I I wouldn't put it up by Orange Cats, but I think it, it's like a solid, it's a solid Unagi. Okay. Like, like right down the middle. Right in the middle. All right. Yeah.
0: Llewellyn?
2: Uh you would think by now, what five episodes in I would figure this out before we recorded. I know, me too. Um (laughs) I have mine if you're ready. Yeah, go
0: for it. Okay. I would give this one a seven, seven, seven. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I think that this episode had a great mixture of humor as well as like depth in relational conflict and handling. Um, and I think you're right, Grace, like the um the issues that you go through as friends and how you work that out with those people around you, I think is important. Um, I would say it is technically a one-off episode where it doesn't further the series forward in any way. But to me in this episode, that's not a knock. Um, Mm -hmm. so I would, I would, I would give it that rating simply because I think it does go over some important relational, um, elements that I think are important for friendships and stuff. And just the, intricacies
2: of conflict yeah
1: I respect that thank you that's
0: good did that give you enough time
2: yeah okay yeah (laughs) um I think I would give it a how you doing oh
1: (laughs) yes all (laughs) right filling in the gap you (laughs) split the difference
2: (laughs) um for a lot of the reasons you said Leanne just about um we do learn a lot about the friends like I think it's I think it was already kind of implied that the three and three were like poor versus rich type just the way they live their lives but um I like that we learned that little bit more aspect about them Mm -hmm. and it's always good to see like relational topics in a show you Mm -hmm. know and so Mm -hmm. I think it's definitely an episode a lot of people can relate to but it didn't really move the story forward it could just be you could have gone from four to six and not even had this episode right um but it was good I liked it cool awesome
0: Okay. So that brings us to our post show wrap up. And in this, we have a segment grace as well. That Whoa. is called, which friend are you? Now, every first time we welcome a new friend, we ask them to answer this question of which friend are you
1: mm-hmm. now?
0: I'll explain it really quickly. Cause I explain it every time we have a new friend, but essentially try to take your mind off of the idea that there are like girls and guys, yeah. Because their personalities are so distinctive and so different, mm-hmm. you might have more personality traits that one of the guys has. Um, and you sort of have to look past the um, the layers of their, like what they really dive in on on some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like Joey is considered the dumb one, but he is very, like, he's a very loyal and good friend, I think. So like, oh, yeah. you just have to kind of dive past a little bit. So I know we haven't given you much time to think about it, but. Yeah. Which friend are you? And you okay. can be a mixture. And you can be a mixture, like a little cocktail.
1: I know. It's like, ah, uh, it's been so long since I've watched the series all the way through. And so like, I, I, I know I'm a mixture of two. Cause I remember talking about this is my best friend once. And I just can't really remember. Um, I feel like I, I can be, I can be kind of a Monica in, in a way where, uh, I feel like I, I think it's, the more I get older, cleanliness is such a huge part of my life. <laughs> <And> like, Amen. <laughs> relate to that part of Monica is so hard. And I, I don't understand how it got to that point. Um, but I I'm also a little bit of, I feel like I'm a little bit of Joey. Uh, in terms of like the artistic spectrum, a oh, little bit. Oh yes. Um and and kind of like yeah, what you said that loyalty aspect to, to a group of friends like that. I I can see myself like that as well. So the cleanliness, and the femininity of Monica, <laughs> and then the artistic loyalty of Joey.
0: I love that so much, and I think you are. I think that's spot on. Yeah, very well articulated. Well done. Nice. Okay, let's go into then our segment, recommend to a friend. Llewellyn, do you got anything?
2: Yeah. Um, so when I moved into my new place, mm-hmm. I, I've i actually wanted one for a while, um, but I decided to gift myself an Apple TV.
1: Congratulations. Um, thanks.
2: <laughs> it's just one of those things, like, I've had a Chromecast for the longest time, so you can, like, so then I wouldn't, because I don't really pay for cable, and I don't, I mean, who does really much right. anymore?
1: <laughs> right. Um
2: So I've always used my Chromecast, but for some odd reason, it just wouldn't work when I moved into my new place. Mm. So I decided, I was like, I'm going to buy an Apple TV because I want to. I've wanted one for a while. It has all the apps I use. It syncs with my phone really nicely. It syncs with my laptop. So I'm like, I'm just going to buy it. So I did. So if you've been on the fence about getting it and you are an Apple user, now, if you're not an Apple user, you may not want it. But um, if you do use Apple, it's really nice and it is like cohesive with everything it's like everything in one spot. I love it. Nice. So I would recommend to a friend. Awesome. An Apple TV. Perfect.
1: All right, Grace, what about you? Okay. This I know this is this is old news. This has been out for almost a year. <laughs> but the second season of this particular show is coming out next <laughs> month. And I'm talking about The Mandalorian. I was going to guess it. <laughs> I the trailer dropped a couple days ago. I was at work and I was internally screaming and I'm running to my coworkers and I'm like, did you see the Mandalorian trailer? Did you see the Mandalorian trailer? <laughs> and I was literally last night like binge watching the Mandalorian like for quite literally the 50th time. It is probably one of my favorite Star Wars franchise things of all time. And I'm obsessed with it and I cannot wait for the second season to come out because I know it's going to be great.
0: Awesome. So Mandalorian recommend to a friend.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes. I recommend that to anybody.
0: (laughs) Cool. Um, My recommend to a friend is Birken socks. So not actual branded socks that are made by Birkenstock, but wearing socks with your Birkenstocks on. Yes. Something about this weather where it's a little bit cooler in the mornings And you've already had socks on. So you just kind of like slip those into your Birkenstocks. So for me, recommend to a friend, Birkenstock weather for sure. Yes.
2: Mm.
0: Highly recommend Awesome. I agree. Mm. So that wraps up our last segment, which means that next week we're going to be covering the one with the baby on the bus where, teaser, we will introduce you guys to two brand new friends of ours who may or may not be international.
2: Yes. We can't wait for that. So we will catch you guys next week on the one with friends podcast.